You're listening to We're Big Kids Now, a podcast journey through stories, interviews, life lessons, comedic relief, and most likely some not-so-wanted advice. My name's Joe Alexander, and I'm here to hopefully inspire, motivate, and above all, just have a good time with y'all. So sit back and let's get started. All right, and welcome back to We're Big Kids Now. So our guest today is actually your neighbor. And when I say neighbor, I really mean your vecino. And vecino meaning neighbor in Spanish, of course. Um, and yes, I'm also bilingual for those who didn't know and love that beautiful little accent. But <laughs> back to our guest, she is the creator of a local delivery service for some top vendors in the Miami area. Then she's basically joining me today from Vecino's Market. It is Yvonne Chen. Welcome, Yvonne. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks for having having me on. I'm really excited to speak to you today. Definitely. I'm excited to have you today. Um, I I saw you online and I was like, what is about what is this about? I started researching and I'm like, this is so interesting. I think this is great. One, because you're helping out local businesses, and I'm all for that. And I think before we talk about more about what Vecino's Market is, I guess let's learn a little bit about you. Um, where were you born and raised? Actually, I was born and raised in Vancouver, Canada. Really? <laughs> it's much colder there. <laughs> okay. So you went from Canada, and how long were you in Canada for? Uh, all the way till throughout college, actually. I moved... You know, when I finally discovered that I actually do not, you know, don't, I'm not anchored to where I'm actually from, born and raised, um, I decided I would go somewhere warmer. So we, in fact, ended up going to Bermuda first and spent a few years there. And then afterwards, we, um, we looked for a place and Miami became home. Oh, my God. So, okay, so you went from Canada to Miami. Miami was the spot. Was there any specific reason as to why Miami or was it just... Let's go to Miami, Florida. You know, at the time when you know, you're young and uh, most people from Vancouver often go to California because it's actually quite close um, if they go to the States. And we just decided we wanted to be different. <laughs> you know, you're young and why not? <laughs> so we went to the very furthest corner <laughs> we could um, that was still within the States. You know, we actually, the, the sort of um, bilingual nature really called to us. And so we ended up coming here. But the funny thing is, even after almost 20 years, I'm still quite sad with my uh, with my Spanish speaking. <laughs> so you haven't gotten bilingual as much, but but can you get by? Yeah. Are you are you able to at least get by in Spanish? Uh, I let's just put it this way: I would not want you to be conducting this in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you wouldn't want me to do this either. So. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Cuban that was raised in Miami. I have the whole Cuban background, but my Spanish is like a broken up Spanish that even someone Hispanic would be like, what the heck did he just say? <laughs> so trust me, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, at least you can speak, which is already quite impressive. <laughs> so in, in Canada, do you still have family over there or is it just basically now everybody's over here? I do, actually. I mean, uh, we are the only ones here. So my sister's in San Jose, California, and my parents are still in Vancouver. Oh, my God. How are they doing with COVID all over there? It's tough as it is everywhere globally. I mean, it's such a weird, um, surreal thing. But, you know, I mean, in Canada, I think it's every... Well, here, it's every state, there, every province, um, different rules, right? But they're really quite serious. I mean, I think over the holidays, it was tough because unless you actually live in that home, mm -hmm. no one else is allowed in. Really? Yeah. 
So it's it's just a different level. And, you know, they're older, of course, so they're in the high-risk uh, range. Yeah. So they really haven't, you know, it's, it's, I think it's lonely. You know, mental health becomes an issue. I know. Um, and that, I think so. that's the toughest part in all of this. It's like, you know, it, it's not for everybody, and especially if you're a little bit older, that mind state is it's it's really difficult because you can easily go into a dark place and that'll just take you thinking about so many other things yeah i mean it's just so tough because i think that like for older folks like the physical activity was very important to also you know it's all connected and so you know if you restrict them physically because now they can't go and do their daily walks they have to stay inside all the time i mean really not just older folks everybody yeah i know Um, it's just Testing. Have you been keeping this alive? What you've been running since COVID has going on, or did this was this created since COVID came up? Yes, we were. My, in fact, my husband and my neighbor, uh, my literal neighbor, and the, the founding one of the, our founding partners for Vecinos Market, uh, Rafael Barrera. He and my husband were actually, you know, they're close. They go, went for a run. And, and we were all, like, talking about, like, oh, my gosh, you know, this was last March time frame, March, April. This is going to be so devastating, you know, for especially small businesses, right, that don't have a lot of funds to keep paying the rent when there's no traffic coming into the store. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are they going to do? And so we were just brainstorming about what, what we could do to help, and we came up with the Venus Market, and so that, that's sort of our contribution of, um, you know, what we're attempting to do so in Vici- response. So Vecino's Market sparked up th- because of COVID? Yes. Okay, awesome. Wow. Okay, great. And at least that way you guys thought, about how can we still at least contribute and help out people locally? Um, before Vecino's Market, what were you doing? Was there anything kind of like in the yeah. same realm? Uh, it was not in the same realm, actually. I was for very many years uh, – Around 17 years, I was working for Carnival Corporation. Oh, oh, and another one that was affected. So, yes, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> very much. So. It, it's it's tough. Um, so, are you still do, working with them part time on the side, or is it it's basically full throttle now with Vecinos Market? You know, I think it's one of these things where um, sometimes they say like you know things open up for you when yep. the time is right. And so, what happened was I had been. Um, it was an amazing experience. My, you know, I had a long career there and met some really amazing, very supportive people. I had requested after the birth of my daughter to sort of step back a bit. I went and became a contractor, um, reduced hours. So that was all great. Perfect. And my contract was actually supposed to end in April of 2020. So it ended two weeks before it was supposed to end. So for me, I was, incredibly fortunate because I was already in the, you know, the frame of mind, my expectations were already set that, okay, my contract's ending in April and I'm ready for something new. I, you know, I, at that time we didn't have a clue that of course this was going to come, right. That COVID was coming. Um, but because I was thinking April timeframe, I was already prepared like financially that that was going to be it. And so for us, that was a very fortunate thing. I mean, for a lot of people, it was sort of a sudden thing. So the whole unfolding of that and then having this conversation and the brainstorming and then creating the casinos to me feels very natural. Well, I, th- I think with, with actually being able to, you first thought, okay, we're going to step back and enjoy family time. And then you're like, okay, this hit now. How do I continue to help out our communities? And I think, I think you, you created something great. Um, for how Thank it started. You. No, for sure. And I guess, can you tell us, okay, so basically it is 
local businesses, and we're talking about people from, you have restaurants, you have, I think, is it, is it bars as well? Like you've got jewelry, you've got clothing, you've got a, a wide range of, of people on here. Is it, yes. was it difficult to get these local businesses or were they all on board? Um, you know, generally speaking, like, so what happened was, you know, we, we went and formed, you know, our, our business case. We then went out to the vendors, right? Because we thought, well, let's see what they think. Um, and for the most part, I have to say, like, the way we structured it is such that if we don't bring you sales, you don't pay us anything. So there's really no downside, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no fixed cost to the business owner. And, and that's deliberate because if we can't bring you value, then we don't, we shouldn't, we don't deserve to get paid. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And I think most business owners were very supportive. I mean, it was a handful of businesses, I think, that are like, hmm. You know, no, we don't, either we don't get it or we're not, we're just simply not interested. But I think that was, that's like very much the minority. Uh, most of the vendors are like, yeah, this is amazing. And we want to support you, support each other. Um, let's do it. Were so, you, were you, know, you now, open to any vendor or was it very selective of what we were thinking to bring on? So we are selective in terms of quality of product. Got it. Um, and oftentimes I find that there's also quite an element um, for a lot of small businesses in terms of this responsibility, like and social consciousness. So I, I find that, you know, many of them have um, a desire to either, you know, whether it be through the ultimate end product mm -hmm. of like, you know, the ingredients that they put in are either natural, organic, you know, super safe, no chemicals, et cetera, or that they have a mindset and, or they have a mindset that it's the process, right? So, um, for example, we work with meat and bone and they're very mindful that, um, they only work with farmers, um, and ranches that okay. have, you know, ethically sourced meats, have ethic, ethical practices in terms of like their happy cows. Um, they have space to roam, uh, in terms of like what they feed them. So there's, there's a conscientiousness and a mindfulness, I think, that's present as well. And you even have like, I, I, I even saw a section for pets and you have like dog food on there. I'm like, oh my God, this is even great. Like you're like, you're hitting every market, which is awesome. Um, is, it, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a challenge basically, obviously with thinking we've got Amazon on the other end? Um, how have you seen, I guess, either the local community responding to it? Has it been beneficial so far? You know, it's been slow. Like it's been slow. And I think that that's sort of something that's interesting for me because as I, as we build this out to me, I feel like, because in terms of value proposition of what we provide to the vendors, the proposition is that we're going to promote the platform and promote shopping local and your businesses and products as a whole, right. As a community. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, because the marketing side is you've got, you know, search engine optimization, digital marketing, yeah. you've got social media, like there's so many facets and, you know, from coming from a corporate environment, every single one of these is its own massive team. When we're talking about a large corporate environment, every single small business owner, more or less, wears every hat, right? And not all of them have the resources to go out there and hire the expertise of a, an SEO team, you know, a lot of them just do their own social media and many of them do a great job, but it's very, very difficult because all of these, again, require some very specific skill sets and knowledge. And times like so, these, it's even tougher. Yeah. And you know, the digital space, of course, like 
it's super competitive in the same way that real estate, everybody says location, location, location. Online, it's search engine optimization, whether that be paid or whether that be organic, it is, that's how you get the prime location is by engaging in this activity, sort of this technical or backend activities to do everything you can so that when someone wants to find you, they can do that really fast. Mm -hmm. And 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 so I think even what's mm -hmm. cool about it is also that you've got, it's not just one sole vendor that you've got there. You've got multiple vendors, different categories, and it's one shopping cart to say, pick, pick, pick and check out and you're done. Absolutely. So, you know, that's, that's the piece that's the consumer. So, you know, just that for us, because it is such a wide range of, um, products, we are now, you know, more focused on the tactical side of really honing in on different categories, prioritizing categories, because it's not just, it's one thing to market the whole platform as a whole, I think, you know, now we're getting into more specifics on, okay, which categories should we be focused on for paid advertising? So all of that we pay for, we invest into, and again, it's all on behalf of all of the vendors that are on board. Um, For the resident community, it it is a convenience factor and it's a discovery factor and a curation, right? Mm -hmm. So we're bringing to you these amazing brands, amazing products. Um, You can either find your favorites that you already know, or you can discover new new amazing vendors you know that's kind of the the proposition for the uh, customer so i i guess for, i guess for for someone just coming on right now and they go to vecinosmarket.com what would be the easiest process like what are they what are they seeing how how does it work for just the everyday local person that just wants to say hey you know what i want to i want to check out some of the clothing that you guys offer online mm-hmm. from a vendor mm-hmm. um what are they doing yeah and so this is where this is where the broadness can sometimes become uh, a challenge, right? Because if you imagine like when you go to Instacart or Amazon, you're usually, if I, I mean, I, of course I'm using myself. <laughs> I'm also a user of these platforms, right? So it's, it's, those are platforms that are not really browsing platforms, right? They're more just for, I, I want, I want to type in eggs and then I'm going to like click on those are the eggs I want. And that's it. Like I'm not there to spend lots of time browsing and looking yep. now. So we do, right. We do have cheeses. We have different foods. So, you know, you can go straight into the search box on top, very easy to find, and go ahead and find, you know, mozz- you know, burrata cheese, which is like, you know, one of the most amazing products that Mimo's mozzarella makes. Oh, my God, yes. Um, and he's known for. So you, you can do that, and it'll pop up. And you can put that in your cart, check out, and be on your way. Or, now, I, I think a different category that's a completely different experience, and again, that's part of the challenge, is um, clothing. So when I shop for clothing, then that is that is a browsing experience because yep. you don't really know exactly what you're searching for. You know, like you're not going to find that specific sweater. It's going to catch your eye. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that you know, we have by category, so you can go into the category and kind of like you know scroll through pages of different um, selections. We have Earthy Chick and a lot of different jewelry vendors. Um, that you can choose from. So, so that's available to you. And of course there's a vendor directory. So if you happen to want to search by vendor, um, you can do that. And, and one of the nuances I think, um, that we've also discovered is some of the vendors have products that are perishable and therefore we do deliver and we're trying to make it really easy for residents, right? If you have a cart, six different vendors, we'll go to every single vendor to pick up your items 
and we'll deliver to your door. Wow. Okay. And even like uh, from I mean, like across the city, it's like they're, they may, are they now, are they also close to each other of the vendors you got or are they really spread out? Like you're going to be driving all around. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? I mean, I think sometimes it's, it's a little bit of, um, you know, you could say like, yes, we did start this as a business, but in some ways it's like, okay, there's certain elements of it that are like very much like, you know, certainly we, we, we only charge, let's say, I think it's 18 might be the highest amount that we charge for delivery. And that's for same-day delivery. Yeah. And I mean, you think about like how much, and I do it again, I do it, right? Uber Eats, like, you don't notice all the accumulation of the different fees and then you have to add the tipping, which of course we're happy to add, but it, every single order, you know, you end up probably paying like a good 15, $20 almost depending on what it is you're ordering, how big your order is in fees. Um, and so for us, we, we just wanted to make it reasonable. Um, so we just sort of picked that number as like, okay, well, that seems reasonable. You know, it's not too expensive, but we have to obviously charge something. So and, and it makes sense. It's of, like you're you're doing the you're driving you're doing the driving of what they would have done, and they're just waiting at home to receive it. So even better, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So that that's the element of the convenience, right? So for the customer, and honestly, also for the vendor, because delivery is you know it's not easy, and as everybody who lives has spent time in Miami driving knows, like it's it's hard. Like it's, it's the <laughs> that, traffic can be. Bad. I don't even think hard's the word. I think it's more of a challenge. It's like obstacles with the, the Palmetto and the I ninety five. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's it's something, you know. Like we're, we're definitely like taking it on because we we really want to um to, to help that the delivery aspect. I think is something that I think a lot of small businesses find challenging because it can be very expensive. Um, so I think different, uh, vendors find different solutions for themselves, but at the end of the day, yeah, it, it costs quite a bit. And so we're trying to make it, um, very reasonable for them to offer that service. I think it's, it's more of that ease that you've done and which is accomplished and it, and it works great. Now I saw also online. So some of the places they can do one-time purchases or subscribe when you say subscribe, how does that work that it's going to automatically come to them every month or yeah. What are they really yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. So there's just a few products. I think it's really a small handful there. I think the beer club and we've got like... You caught me. Um, I was looking at the liquor. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there's like South Beach Greens um, and, you know, microgreens that offer subscriptions because it's the nature um, of the product. Like we have a partnership and actually it's right now an exclusive partnership with Kush um, and they, you know, they're known for burgers and beers. Mm -hmm. And so um, we thought it was a great idea to actually offer a beer club where, you know, they curate um, special specialty beers, craft beers. Um, and every month you get to try new, new sets. So it's kind of fun. That's um, and, and you know and, what, with, with what's going on even more in the world, it's like, why go to these bars? You could do it at home, enjoy, have people over if anything that way safely and at least that way you're getting these beer tastings that you could be able to do from home yeah absolutely and and, and in fact we're actually you know i just sent an email today because we have been already doing some of them but not in a i haven't formalized it as an offering but um because you know yes there's a vaccine but who knows when it'll be you know her, this whole herd immunity and when we'll all be able to return to life exactly. as normal um we are putting together you know, we have wine tastings um we have and we want to be able to put together sort of a, a list of different ideas, you know, like beer tastings, coffee tastings, you know, um, and we've got cocktail making. Um, 
so you know the the nice thing about all having all these vendors and and building these relationships and getting to know these entrepreneurs is that we can all come together and kind of brainstorm. Um, but the point being that there's a lot of corporations or industry associations that now, you know, they used to have all these monthly or weekly networking. Yeah. Now, you know, they're like struggling to figure out what to do. So we can help with that. So we're trying to find that like matching, right? There's a need and there's a supply here. Let's put that together and, and benefit the whole community. I, I think, I think this for what we've gone through, I think, as much as we may not think it, I think it's going to be the rise of local businesses. And I think there's so much more opportunity now of what's going on and hands down, thanks to like businesses like you that are helping them out because I think, I think it's going to be a, a circle of gratitude and I, we're going to see a lot of these types of businesses that may go more mainstream um, because of these ideas. And one thing that I love also about what you do is you also do part of on your site where you, you also do donations and the two that you're working with are Lotus house and Christie house. Correct. Correct. I, I think that's phenomenal. And with, with one for people who don't know Lotus house, it's basically, it's an organization dedicated to helping out. Um, they're basically improving the lives of homeless women and the youth and children. And when it comes to Christie's house, there it's an organization dedicated to put an end to the child abuse and child sex trafficking. So with these two very important organizations, you're giving back to the local community. You're also giving back to these charities. It's a circle of basically, like I said, it's a, it's a circle of gratitude and it's nonstop. And I, hands down, you're doing great. I love that. Um, where Thank is it, you. you know, for sure. Where is it that you think you're seeing Vecino's market go to next? What do you think that next level will be? I mean, honestly, I think that, you know, we, so we are, are a new business as well. You know, really, we just started in last June. I think that what we're trying to do is make sure we can stabilize and, and bring the value that we would want to bring um, to all of our vendors. So all we're going to be focused on this coming year is, you know, driving traffic, driving conversion, understanding that, reaching out to different partners, like I mentioned, whether that be corporates or that be industry associations, um, to really build that those channels um, for demand so that we can, in fact, be very effectively helping the vendors because that's, at the end of the day, what we're trying to do. I think that there's also um, a side of what we're trying to do that's educational um, for the community. Uh, we, like I said, a lot of the vendors, number one, they're super passionate about what they do. And a lot of them have built or created these products because they found that the market, the existing market was lacking. You know, there's someone who makes this like monk fruit, uh, sugar substitute. Okay. Um, but it's all natural, right? So, you know, I've always, I've always thought it was strange. Like people say sugar is bad, but then, you know, you've got these synthetics that I'm like, I don't, what are they making that from? Because <laughs> is that any better for my body? Like, you know, maybe it's better from a fat perspective, but not from a health perspective. So, so there's, um, I, I, you know, every, what, what we're doing right now is blog, more blog content than, okay. um, video or we were doing some video, but I find that, you know, there, there might almost almost be fatigue of like people looking at screens all day. So they just, (laughs) they're not interested as much in looking at a screen again, but you know, whether that be in video form or blog form doesn't really matter. I think the main intention is that we can educate the community. Like why are soy candles better? Are they better? You know, like, should we be buying differently? Um, and, and just, we have, you know, another uh, blog article from an environmental consultant on 
in our community, very specifically Miami, what are we doing with this whole recycling program? Which being from Canada, I have to say just kind of seems very not not very effective. Well, well yeah, um, what we're doing, I don't even think it's real. I don't think, <laughs> I think we say yeah. it's happening, but I don't even know if it's realistically happening in every market. Yeah, I just like you know, like it's just so different because at home I still I'm sorry, I still call it home even though I haven't lived there in so many years. But in Canada, <laughs> when we visit, you know, there is a can of a different color for every single type of you know, there's a paper one, an aluminum one you know, plastic. Really? Everything has to be cleaned and put into the right bucket. This is in malls, in public spaces, at your home, everywhere. Here, it's completely different. I have the time, I'm like, can I put this in a recycling bin? I was going to say, I would think over here, yeah, yeah, over here, they're the same <laughs> color, and I think it's only like a yellow sticker that uh, differentiates it from. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's the thing. And so I asked all these questions and, and kind of just tried to get some answers. Of, and so, and the question really is, how can we do better, right? So that, that's another element of what we're trying to bring to the table. Um, and, and hopefully we will over time. I think, I think you will do it. And for sure, um, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I think, you know what? Let's just say that you're going to take out Amazon soon. It's, you know, we got to cross our <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, let's shoot big. We just got to put it out there. We're going to manifest that you are going to be the next Amazon and it's going to be Vecino's Market. Vecino's Market is going to be known in every single state, every country. Um, awesome. But I think definitely what you've got going on is a great business. Um, and I think any any vendor that can jump on board with you will be grateful for what you guys are offering for the community. Um, do we, well, now when we say it's Miami, do we think that hopefully this is going to become maybe also New York, maybe Philadelphia? Like, are we going to branch out in every other state soon? I mean, I wouldn't say soon. Certainly down though, the road? I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly think down the road, you know, we, Miami's our market, our test market. We're, I mean, this is where we live. So this is obviously what we were trying to help local vendors here. I think as we grow, as we figure things out, we certainly will um, be open to um, the nature of it is local. So I think what would happen is, you know, you'll have the Sinos Market Miami. You could have the Sinos Market. And, you know, we'll see how that works, right? Like Fort Lauderdale. Of course, like West yeah. Palm Beach. You know, like even just co- like close to us, uh, our, our sisters, right? sister cities um but yeah at the end of the day like why not right and then we can expand to different cities across that'd be amazing yeah i think if you could do that i think that'd be amazing because it's a catchy name i love it i love that it it is your neighbors your neighbors market um we're doing it you know what everyone become bilingual we got to we're in we're in the u.s (laughs) yes uh we have had some technical problems problems All right, so that actually means we're jumping into our last section of today's show. Um, We're actually going to ask you our last final questions. Yvonne, are you ready? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got to make it really dramatic for everyone. I know, you're kind of scaring me a little bit. It's not going to be that scary. I just want you to feel the pressure. (laughs) So, um, So first question would be, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? I think, honestly, spending time with my friends and family. I love it. Your vecinos. Absolutely. That's the one. <laughs> we actually are super grateful. We have this community, like I mentioned, my co-founder is literally my next-door neighbor. 
Um, and we live in this little community called Casa Bianca and it's amazing. Amazing. We're grateful all the time because my daughter's best friend lives across the street. It's one of these things where I think these days you just, I feel like it's hard to find now, um, where you really are like truly great friends with the people who are right next to you. And they do seriously come over to borrow sugar and eggs. I was going to say, I don't think that happens anymore. It's like, I know. Like, if you think about people's neighborhoods, I think everyone is so closed in. And I think this is part of what I'm trying to put out there for everyone it's breaking down those walls and being able yes. to have this conversation. Talk to your neighbor. It's, it's stuff like that that I think there will be so much more love and more positivity out in the world if we can do that and not think any malintent or negative negativity behind it. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it's so right. I, I like even myself, like I don't even feel like our neighbors are very out there to where they're very to themselves and they'll just say a hi, maybe from a distance, but th- like it goes that far. But I think that's hands down amazing that you guys have that because how long have you known him so far? Well, so this community was built only about three years ago. So we've known each other about that period of time. And so now, you know, we feel like this family and, and business partners, which is amazing. And that's awesome. Um, well, congrats on there. Um, definitely glad that makes you, you, who you are. Um, if you can give your younger self one piece of advice, what would have been? Mm. Honestly, it would be just to care a lot less about what anybody else thinks and just do what you want to do. Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's true. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it's funny how it is like that, you know, and I think mm, just in the same way that, like, God made puppies, babies, all those things super cute because they're a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I think that it's the same thing with, you know, the, the whole journey of life. It's like I feel like I would not go back now because the wisdom you, you have now makes you a lot more confident in who you are and your decisions and what you want to do with yourself and your time than you had when you were young, when you were younger. And I'm not sure if that, I feel like that's just kind of, it happens to most, not everyone, but, um, but definitely that's, that's my journey. And and now I'm like, no, even if I could rewind time, I don't think I would want to. (laughs) I, I would say, you know what? This is who you are. You went through what you went through to become who Yvonne is. Um, and you know what? You live and you learn. And yeah. would, would you say, I guess, thinking about Canada and now to Miami, when you think more like when we, when we say basically not caring what people say, is it that do we think that maybe people were more critical here in like in the States rather than in Canada? Like, do you see there's a difference in, in that culture? are some differences but i i think on a regular basis on a day-to-day basis with people you interact with in your life i don't think anybody was particularly critical i think it has more to do with mm, sometimes we're more self-absorbed and we think that we're more important than we really are i mean honestly nobody cares like nobody cares like you care way more about of course your own life than anybody else cares about your life no it's true i think it's that image i think it's the image that everyone has to portray and i'm like oh my god it doesn't need to be how many likes or how many followers you've got don't worry it's just be you (laughs) right and so you know you spend this time wasted on like what someone else thinks when they're not even thinking about it right so it's like really it's not worth the time and and preach that down to your daughter. Is it you only have one daughter, or you have more kids? I have one daughter. Yes, she's preach, eight, and preach she's that amazing. down to her. I hope she becomes another Yvonne going forward. Learn from your mom. <laughs> she is smart and she's doing really well. 
Yes, she is. She is. She's an amazing, amazing girl with a really great, great spirit. I love it. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Um, We're very lucky. Now, when you leave this earth, which word would best describe your life? Wow. (laughs) Heavy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Which word? Huh. Would best describe my life? I hope. Well, I would say growth. Growth because there's more to come? Yeah, growth because I think that we're, well, number one, I honestly, truly, um, I love to learn. Okay. So that is something where, you know, I think that this whole journey has been really cool and amazing because not only am I meeting some really amazing entrepreneurs and, you know, risk takers, really, because mm-hmm. you, you do have to go out on a limb to quit a stable job and to go out and invest, you know, a significant sum of money to start a business that you don't really have a lot of certainty whether or not it's going to succeed. I wasn't going to um, say it, but you're right. <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, like hands for down every to what entrepreneur. You did. That's what we did, and that's what like all these businesses that are helping to support did, right? So, so I love to learn, and I mean, I love to read, and I think that we're on this earth to um, learn the lessons that we're here for, uh, whether that be so, you know, whatever you believe. I mean, my belief is that we are. We picked, pre-selected the lessons we needed to learn. So I think all of that uh, sums up. Then growth is a good word because we're all moving towards hopefully something. Better. <laughs> I agree. And I don't want to say better like now is bad. I just mean that there's always um there's always opportunity. Always room for improvement, right? Yeah. No, there's always opportunity and I think it's it's something that I don't think people should get comfortable. I don't think it should be, because I, I think this is the way I've always thought. It's like, you know, don't get in a comfortable state because when you get in a comfortable, comfortable state, sometimes you do go backwards. So think yeah. that, you know what, there's always maybe a possibility to kind of like go to the next step and you're doing it. And I, I think that's great, hands down to you, um, hands down to your business. I am so excited for what's to see coming from Vecino's Market. Um, Thank I am you. S- no, for sure. I am so honored that you were able to join us today. Um, I want everybody to definitely check out your site. It's vecinosmarket.com, and Vecinos is V-E-C-I-N-O-S, market.com. Um, and you can also check her out on Instagram at Vecinos Market Miami. Um, but... Yvonne, I, I am so proud of what you're doing. I am glad that you're helping out businesses. You're helping out the community. Um, you are doing an amazing job. And I only wish nothing but love and the best of success coming forward. Um, is there anything you want to leave us off with today? Just wanted to thank you so much for thinking of us, for supporting us, encouraging us. I mean, every, every person that reaches out, um, we feel like, okay, Here's another, you know, another boost for us to keep going. Um, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me. No, nope, for sure. For sure. You, you, it's, it's people like you who give me a boost. So I love it. I, I love meeting, <laughs> I love meeting people out there like that. Um, but I wish you the best. I love you. Thank you so much. And I wish your family all great success going forward. But like I leave us always, this is not the end, but more like to be continued. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, always go with kind. Be sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite platform and stay tuned for the next chapter of We're Big Kids Now.